0: From his first job flipping burgers at McDonald's and delivering The Washington Post Craig Willett counts only one and a half years of his adult life working for someone else welcome to the biz Sherpa podcast with your host Craig Willett founder of several multi-million dollar businesses and trusted advisor to other business owners he's giving back to help business owners and aspiring entrepreneurs achieve fulfillment enhance their lives and create enduring wealth the biz Sherpa This is Craig Willett, the Biz Sherpa. Welcome to this episode. We're grateful to have you again in the Sherpa's cave. Today, we have a special guest, a great friend of mine, Tommaso Cardullo. Tommaso is from Italy, as you'll soon find out by his Texas accent that you'll soon detect. And he's a fashion designer. He has his own company, Tommaso Cardullo Atelier. He has his own design studio in Utah. I'm grateful for his friendship. I've learned a lot from him through the years, and you'll find that we have similar business philosophies. A couple of things that I think make him stand out is that he knows how to take things and make them more simple. And I also think that he has the ability to love and enjoy life. I've spent time traveling Europe with Tommaso, and we had a great time. He just has an ability to make people smile just by his very nature. So you'll see, and you'll start smiling too. I'd like to welcome today Tommaso Cardullo.
1: Greg, thank you, this is a, this is a treat for me. Excited to be here.
0: It's a great pleasure. You know, I want to share a little bit of background on you. You're from Italy, I'd like to know from you, your childhood and your what it was like and what you envisioned yourself being someday when you quote unquote grew up, if we ever grow up. But yeah, what did yeah. you envision as a child? Do you
1: know, uh, I am a dreamer, uh, I, I'm a passionate pa- person. I've been blessed with uh, a large amount of energy. So I've always uh, uh, loved life. And I was very blessed to be born uh, in Italy where there is so much uh, uh, beauty and uh, gusto for life everywhere you turn. You turn, So, you know, I was born and raised in this uh, uh, town in Sicily, uh, very close to the ocean so i enjoy beautiful weather beautiful surrounding and uh a, a dream to become one day uh, a designer you know uh, and uh, you know that 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 dream came true how did you find that you had that passion not
0: only in your mind but what did you see and what manifested itself in your life to where you're able to detect that cuz often we go through life and we wonder what do we really want to do? I mean, I wanted to be a fireman when I was young, but I've done nothing close to that. So how did you figure out you had certain passions or talents and how did you discover
1: those to be able to articulate you wanted to be a designer? Uh, do, do, do you know, uh, some of us are, are fortunate enough to know that there are certain things that we enjoy and uh, 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 being raised also in a kind of middle-class family, uh, um, um family you know they probably realized that I was very artistically inclined that I loved fashion that they had a senequa you know something that uh, a sixth sense about style it, it was natural for me it was absolutely natural so i, I could see it in everything you know from uh, uh making a, a a dish during uh Sunday, or or uh, doing a little sketch, or uh, I read a book once. Uh, uh, Outliers. I, I, I love what they say. There are three principles that, that are very key. One is um, you have a passion. You feel very strong about something. It's something that God has given you. You know and and it's a gift that was not given you randomly, but specifically. then you put 10,000 hours plus uh, developing that, that that talent, that passion right. when the right opportunity comes, you're ready for it and that's what I feel has happened with me. I had this passion, you know I did some zigzagging, some years of uh, rediscovering, but at the end of the day, that was my passion and now after 10,000 last hours, uh, the right opportunity came, and here I am. And it's been a beautiful journey. I think that's
0: great. You know, I, I think back to my life, and I joked about wanting to be a fireman as a young child, but really I had in my mind's eye me doing something, but I didn't know how to articulate what it was. I didn't have the tools or the skills or the exposure to the experiences in life to know what that was. And later I did. When I had clients who were real estate developers, I thought, well, that's what I saw myself doing, when I was a young boy. And I think what you said is really important, the zigzagging. There's a period of discovery that we all go through in life. And so share with us some of what you discovered. I mean, you you went from being in Italy to coming to the United States. So what did you discover when you came to the United States that might've been different? And how do you view the world? Do you know, um,
1: I, I feel, that the world is a canvas, a white canvas. And uh, and we are the artists. I, in fact, I even tell my children uh, that, you know, we are no Italians, we are no Americans, but we are citizens of the world. Take the best out of any culture. I mean, I love traveling. I found traveling very fulfilling and, and, and thought-provoking, feeling, uh, provoking uh, I love the um, Asian culture the Mexican the the, the Peruvian you know the um, the Canadian every culture has an ingredient that makes my final recipe uh, uh, an exquisite uh, uh, meal and uh, it's a feast so uh, I really learned that uh, we can learn from anything I, honestly the living here in, in the US has been uh, An amazing experience because uh, it's been a very fertile ground for me to to make this happen.
0: What do you think is innate about the United States that engenders entrepreneurship, the ability to pursue your passions versus
1: other places you may have visited? You know, uh, there is a a cliche, you know, that this is a land of opportunity. Uh, Ladies and gentlemen, let me tell you, this is a land of opportunities. Uh, this is a, a God-given country with people. I came to the States with $300 and a great desire to 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 do something with this. And as a result of that, it's been such a fun, rewarding, uplifting journey. It's just a matter of uh, rolling up your sleeves, having a dream, and go after it. Go
0: and I think that's amazing because when you look at the founding of our country, regardless of your political leanings, and we have a lot of, of rancor in our country today, but when it comes down to it, small businesses create 65% of new yeah, jobs every absolutely. year. And these are people who are pursuing their dreams and their passions. And absolutely. I think that, to me, encapsulates the beauty of America. And so now, but you don't design, you design your clothes in America, but where do you have them made
1: uh, uh, you know I I make all my clothes are made in Italy. And the reason why is because I love artisan. I found artisan uh, reinvigorating. I found them uh, these men and women that do things because they're passionate. They don't do it for money. They don't do it uh, uh, to become uh, famous or or, or um, For fame. They do it because they love it. And that love, that passion It transmitted in every stitch, in every inch. I find them um, uh, energizing, inspiring. So, all the people that do my clothing are from Italy and from age, uh, you know, 25 to age 81. I have a lady, she's 81 years old, and she does the most beautiful, the most exquisite dresses in, uh, ever. I, I love that, that this lady has the ability, the vision, the skill to make still today great things. And you know, that's what I like
0: about you. And this is genuine. He's not saying this to just say, hey, I hire artisans over there. I took a trip with Tommaso to Italy one time. And what I learned from him is he has a passion for detail and he loves the native artisans of his country. We, we explored, it wasn't necessarily all fashion at the time, but we looked around and, and it, it introduced me to a whole different way of looking at life. So what are some of your philosophies that have been able to articulate your
1: success in life? Um, you know, two things, are, uh, two principles are kind of the guiding principles of my uh, life. One is called Carpe vitam uh, it's a Latin word that means seize life. And the other one is uh, very simple, a three legs to a call, win, win, win. Uh, the Carpe vitam is uh, practically enjoying every aspect of life. Uh, you know, from good food, to good friends, to um, beautiful clothes, to, to uh, the simple uh, living, I, life is a gift. I see it as such. You know, uh, even during this time where we're in the midst of a uh, pandemic uh, around the world, uh, a, a confusion and, and a distraction, uh, there is beauty. I always say, you know, sometimes I used to say, you know, don't look the glass half empty, look the glass half full. Today I say, just be grateful that there's water in the, <laughs> in the glass, you know, and just be happy with, with it. So that's why carpe vitam is and, and one. I love the that
0: because principles. I think there's a video that you're sharing with us that you produ- that you had produced that takes your philosophy of carpe, carpe vitam and I think it'll be a
1: great addition oh, for this yeah. episode. So we'll be watching that as part. Yeah, like I say, it is it a simple principle, but if we internalize it it really is a game changer the the second guiding principle is this win 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 i see it like a three leg stool that every leg is an integral component to create balance and you know once you have balance you can put anything on top and stay firm and solid so the win for me is like in my business very simple i want to be a win for this artisan, for these men and women that have spent decades of their life developing a skill and magnifying and sharing with the world. A win for my clients because I want them to, to see this this new piece of clothing and feel that it's part of them, an expression, an extension of who they are. A win for me because when I see all these people around me happy, fulfilled, satisfied, I get an enormous sense of satisfaction. So honestly, it's a win-win-win is a happy, happy, happy. You know, it's, it's a great deal. I like that. You know, often we hear win-win, which is usually
0: customer and business, but you take it to even the supplier. So there is a, an exchange on a level that goes beyond just the commercial yeah, yeah,
1: exchange. Yeah. It becomes three-dimensional. I mean, literally, it, it's not flat anymore. It gets a new dimension, and you can see it from every corner.
0: So, Tommaso, you know, being a fashion designer and having your own clothing line, how do you find your customers?
1: You know, my customer are my friends. So uh, that's the first... Uh, a step that's a brave move yeah they are but you know what I, mean? I, I i love transparency and uh they know me with my strength my weakness my uh idiosyncrasies but uh, 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 but the beautiful part is that then these friends they they tell other other people uh, these other people Become my new friends. Honestly, it, it, it becomes a village, and uh, this village makes my a, my life uh, filled with uh, satisfaction, with excitement, and and, and desire to to make this big village bigger and bigger. Uh, yesterday was a perfect example. These two. People, husband and wife. They are uh, both surgeon. And they they work in the uh, University of Utah Hospital, and they just um, uh, I made them my party, and. Uh, they decided they were planning to do a bike ride in the mountain and say, let's stop by Tommaso first. So they stopped uh, uh, the visit with me in my studio for uh, an hour and a half. And wow. we made uh, this uh, beautiful uh, overcoats and this uh, one for him and one for her and this beautiful jacket for her. And we had a blast. Honestly, uh, we felt uh, edified, we felt uh, uh, unified to the point that even this morning, uh, my friend Steph just sent me a text Say, you know, that was the cherry on top of the cake. We just loved spending time with you and designing this thing. So they became my friend. So it's an experience.
0: They're not just walking into a store, buying a, an article of clothing off of the shelf. They're actually designing or picking from something you've already designed and having it custom
1: for them. It is an experience. Uh, uh, that's the beauty. It becomes sensorial. It's not just uh, unilateral. It has so many facets, so many uh, uh, dimensions. So uh, there's
0: a transaction nature to it. You have They have to pay for the articles of clothing, but it sounds like you're connecting with them on a whole different level. Yeah,
1: I mean, they, they become my friends. Uh, that's, that, that's, that's the difference. It's no longer a, a financial transaction, but it, it is a, a sensorial transaction where Everything is involved, and there is a, there is depth, there is um, uh, substance.
0: When and you talked about that with your three-legged stool, and I talked about this in my second episode of the Biz Sherpa podcast, and that is creating your own emotional currency. And I think people can connect on a different level that takes it beyond the transaction, and then you get customers for life. That's where people go away saying, "Hey," they start talking to you, talking about you to their friends, and it takes your business to a whole different level, but what does it mean to you when someone texts you the next day and tells you, hey, this was just the top of the cake? How do you feel? How does that make you
1: feel? And how does that motivate you? Well, uh, like I said, uh, for me is uh, uh, part of the journey, meaning they're my friends. So that's what we do with friends you know i think of you th- therefore i send you a text or i call you or I, I and it's it's no longer i'm doing this because i'm going to receive this i'm doing this because um, i care i love you uh, you're important you're part of my circle of uh, of uh, connection and you know life is all about connection and uh, i love the fact that I, i'm connecting through through my um, professional skills. Uh, that My life is no longer compartmentalized. It's not like, this is my job. This is my church. This is my social life. This is my life. Carpe vitam. Oh, Sees it, every aspect of it. I think that's great.
0: So I know you have another philosophy in life about simplicity on the other side of complexity. You know, in business, so often business owners want to grow for the sake of growth's sake. And we're always wanting to be better than last year. And we usually have numerical objectives. And I think those are fine to have those types of goals, but often in life, we can start to make life more complex. And I know I've been guilty of this, so that's why I can mention it. I know Carol's told me, why did you have to do so many projects? Why do you have to do so many things? And often it's easy to get caught up in that. So how do you try to keep life simple when you start seeing it get
1: complex? Um, that's a good question because it, it is a process. As I say, you know, we start simple in life but then we seek for complexity. You know, I, there was a time in my life where I, there was plenty of complexity, okay? And I loved it. I love that. But now there is this quest for the other side of simplicity that is more profound. And you know what I mean? I keep it simple just by staying a focus on this uh, uh, guiding principle Well, you know what I I enjoy connection. I enjoy that, the fact that every single aspect of my life has to be a win-win-win. If it's a, a win-win-lose, then I don't go there. So I, I, I'm no longer in that complexity. You know, sometimes it's difficult, but if if this become part of your um, daily uh, thinking. It's like a muscle. It gets stronger and stronger, leaner, 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 and then becomes a, a second nature. That's interesting.
0: I I like that theory because one of the things we talk about on the Sherpa scorecard is being able to take the time to spend 80% and focus 80% of your time and what you can do that will make the biggest difference to your customers. And and or your employees, and I think that's where we can keep things principle-driven yeah, that yeah. drive us to that. How do you know when
1: your customers are satisfied? Uh, you know, uh, that's one of the that's one of the things that just ignite ignites the fire on me is when I see a customer that um, uh, comes to me. I, I have so many examples. Maybe I, I share two just to show. The, Two different spectrum. I love when a husband and wife comes, and the husband is there, just saying, "Oh my gosh, here she is. Is going to wear uh, spending one hour of time buying things that she doesn't need." And blah blah blah. He's sitting in a corner, (laughs) either reading, you know, one of the uh, newspaper or watching his phone, and while the wife is. But the beautiful part of this is when. we we start with the, with the, you know we have we have amazing treats in our in our atelier. I always like I say I like to have the best of the best, and, and then we talk about the philosophy. And then the wife tries to wear this clothes that honestly starting to look amazing on her. So
0: really, what you're saying is when someone comes to your studio to meet with you, you spend time getting to know them. Oh, yeah. You don't just start showing clothing right away. So you're sitting down sharing a, a snack or a treat we with talk them. about We talk about
1: traveling, we talk about life. We, like, hey, we be, there is the connection. It's not a stereo. You, I, I am here to do a transaction. So we go from point A to point B. No, this is, uh, we are going to, have a, to experience a journey. Okay. And when you experience a journey, That's a different ball game. You know what is beautiful, Craig? Is when I see this man that was really uh, resisting uh, the experience and then putting the phone down, standing up and say, honey, you look so beautiful. I have seen this over, Over and over again, and that makes me so happy to see that they are connected, that we are connected. That that, you know, I mean, I've I've seen husbands say, "Buy them all." I mean, no, no, no. I said, "The wife, no, I just need one (laughs) dress." No, they look great. Uh, You look so radiant. I mean, it it makes me happy to feel that they have captured the real meaning of the experience. That's no longer a A to B transaction but as is a journey where everybody is getting a win, win, win.
0: Well, and before you move on to your second story, I think that's a wonderful example. I, I like to think about it. And what you're showing is that you're spending your time in what you do best. You're able to connect with those people. So you're spending the majority of your time getting to know and connect with your customers, but you're also a designer. How do you have time to then go ahead and
1: design uh, your line of clothing, you know, it's part. Is part of the same pie. I mean, is an aspect. Is is like this uh, uh, poly uh, angular shape where every angle has a, a purpose, and so connecting is part uh, of it. Designing is part of it. Creating is part of it. So I uh, guess
0: you're connecting with your with your artisans as well. And so it's
1: all part yeah, of a collaborative yeah. process. You know, one of my cliche phrases is, at the end of the day, I'm not a designer. I'm a mechanic that sees this ultimate machine, this formula one, cars, these Ferrari, these Lamborghinis, they come to me, they are just- uh, Of course you'd oh, use auto, yeah. Italian automobiles. Is there any other <laughs> automobile that is good? <laughs> anyway, but this this incredible machine, and my purpose is really to make sure that they are tightened, that the bolts are all in place, that the tires are changed, that the oil is fresh, that the machine is calibrated to a point, the one is ready to to go to the road he is ready to, to win the race. And, and that what ignites my fire, that's what create this synergy. And honestly, it is magical. It happens, Craig, day after day, meeting after meeting, and, and that's the greatest fulfillment for me. And that's what I feel like I've done a good job. I have a, one thing, when I feel good, spams, it's like a seal of approval. We are in the right place at the right time. So what is the greatest experience you've ever had with one of your customers? Oh, there are so many, but you know, there is one that I, I think is a very top. Uh, it's
0: just sh- the one you were gonna share, by the way. I no, don't know, you is, were gonna tell us is, two stories and is, I interrupted you, so, no, okay.
1: No, good, okay. Yeah good, you're yeah, very good <laughs> host. It was um, this um, 90 years old lady that she was um, a refers meaning uh, a, a lady, a friend of mine who knew me and, and knew what I did, uh, invited her and said, you know, you need to go. To meet Tommaso, she was ninety years old, and she was um, going to celebrate a, a seventy-five years anniversary, and she wanted a dress for for this occasion. And, uh, um, and she came, you know, she was maybe I don't know, even not even five feet tall, silver silver hair, this beautiful. Piercing blue eyes, and she was just uh, shy and sheepish. She said, "You know, I, I never, you know, own a n- nice dress. I, I probably what happened, uh, she got married as she enloped when she was younger. And now we find this beautiful white dress with this gorgeous blue flower that just uh, matched a blue, beautiful blue oh, eyes. Oh, wow, so stunning. It, it was beautiful on her. I mean, I, I, she, it was a light switch. She felt, she said, I've never felt, she said, so beautiful in my life. And she, she say, it's, I guess it's never too late. I said, it's never too late. And then you know she invited me to the to the reception. And when I came to the reception, she stopped everything. She introduced me to everybody. Said, This is Tommaso. This is this is my friend. This is my designer. He made this beautiful. I said, you know, say uh, <laughs> probably it, an embarrassing it, it, yeah, moment yeah, for say, you. Yeah, I yeah. said, You don't need to talk about me. This is not about me. This is about you, you and your husband. But you know, I think, but every children were saying, Tommaso, each of us say, you have done such a great service to my mother. She was so happy, you know, to have a new friend, to have made this new dress. And you know, that's payday for me. This is, this is what matters. Everything else is just a garnish. That's, that's the real
0: meat. You know, and that's what, I, I think that's what, why we're such good friends. I have this philosophy in business that I share often, and that is there's an emotional currency that goes beyond the dollars and cents. Yes. And the money will take care of itself. And so even on our Biz Sherpa scorecard, I talk about going out and measuring your customer's satisfaction, get their feedback, because it can be energizing. And if it's not, then you know where you need to spend 80% of your time trying to fix that. But for you, that embodies for me what you experienced. That emotional currency, that charge, that adds to your ability to create,
1: but it also gives you even more referrals, does it not? Yeah, that's the uh, that was the the case. I mean, uh, we got other people coming, mm-hmm. friends that uh, uh, they say, "Oh, you made this this dress for my friend," and so but on. But it and goes so forth. beyond
0: the dress. You made her feel like a million dollars. Like this is the
1: the best she's ever felt. Like I said, when she say. I've never felt so beautiful. I mean, literally that room was on fire and and see her so luminous, so radiant, so happy. It was my payday. I mean, I just say, I, mean, I can go home and take a <laughs> nap now. No, but it, it was just a, such a deep satisfaction. And that's what I feel, you know, Finding the balance with everything, with my job, with my my life, with my connection.
0: But I think you love life, and I think it brings you satisfaction to be able to see other people feel good about themselves. Isn't that really what you're about? You're not a fashion designer; you're a life designer. I love that.
1: I might use this. You know (laughs) what I
0: mean? No, (laughs) you help people feel good, and you bring the best out in them when they. Look good and they feel good about what they're doing, then they feel and carry themselves. Definitely. You know,
1: I, I appreciate you, you saying that because that's Great. a walking
0: billboard for you.
1: Wow, but but you know, I appreciate you saying that uh, even today at the gym. I was with my friend Ben, and by the way, he likes your podcast as well. Oh, uh, ben, thank you. Uh, ben said, Tommaso, there are two things about you one is you are, uh, I, I say. Infinite energy, something like that I have ton of energy yeah. Boundless also, energy i think yeah and then have the ability to connect with people uh, helping people, but you do not think maybe are gifts, maybe are things that I learn in life, but you know but I realize that these are factors that uh uh ignite my fire uh, feed my 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 satisfaction appreciation of life is just uh, the fact that uh, you know you know even though i'm fifty eight I can run as fast as thirty years old i can I can do my uh, one hour uh, you know high intensity training uh, daily uh, feeling like i'm one of them but at the same time I just feel the con- love the connection with people that are you know five years old to people that are ninety. You know, and I think that's one of the beautiful things, right? I mean,
0: in life, if we're just after a financial goal or after some other aspect of our life, we're going to burn out. You know, I've said this often, you have to have other passions, you have to have a hobby, you have to have something. But I think in business, what keeps you alive as a business owner and what makes you sharper is that ability to connect with your customers and go beyond, whether it's you or your employees who are on the front line, but it's being able to go above and beyond and exceed their expectations. When you're able to do that, you create energy in the organization, you create energy for yourself, and it takes away the burnout that normally we face in business. And so what I love about that, going going to Carpe Vitam, you know, this is really a a self- energizing,
1: renewing process that you go through. Yeah. A, 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 you say the magic word, renewing. A, a, a is every time you feel this crescendo. It's, it, it's like a friend of mine wrote a book is Living Life in a Crescendo. That's how I feel. I feel like, wow, I'm getting more energy. I, I need to sleep less. I need to, <laughs> to, to, to I, I, I mean, literally I feel young. Uh, 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 again, it's just a matter of feeling because it creates the balance, you know, the 3 legs stool where everything is equally um, measured and provide a stability where you can put anything on top without fear of sliding off or, or going away. Uh, you know, I appreciate
0: that. And I think there's some there's some real secrets to that in business. And I hope that our listeners will really consider that in their lives and how they can create that energy every day in their life. It doesn't come from external sources. It comes from inter- internal sources and connections. And I think there's something that's interesting. You're, you're from Italy. Yeah. And I find that you design clothes in the United States using Italian artisans in Italy. But what is it about the United States that, is special to you in being able to be a business owner because I know you've worked other jobs, but now you've ended up, you're finishing your life's career as an entrepreneur. Tell me about what that
1: means. You know, know? um, I don't want to use the cliche uh, phrase, but when they say that the US is a land of opportunity, America, it, it is. A land of opportunity. This country is magical. This country is amazing. And, you know, I even became citizen not, not long ago. I've been here since 1988, but I just became a citizen uh, only two years ago. Well, and you the, held out for a long time. I know. I'm, I'm <laughs> slow. I'm slow. But, you know, better slow than never, you know. Yes. Uh, but the reason why is just because I came to the, at the beginning, I said, you know, I don't need. Uh, you know, to become a citizen, to appreciate something. But then came the time where I say, I'm thankful for this amazing country, for what has done for me, for what has done for my children. Uh, I don't know if I mentioned this before, but you know, I came here, I never decided to, come to the States. There was no desire. But then I you know I lived in England once for two years. I, I started to experience the world. I say, wow, this is beautiful. Then I want to further my education, and improve my English I'm still in the process. <laughs> and, and so I decided to come to school here in the US as being a fertile ground for uh, um, growth in, in a- a- any aspect, intellectually, spiritually, emotionally, professionally. This has been truly, I mean truly a land of uh, opportunity. And regardless the confusion, the the the, the, the troubles uh, that we're experiencing, this is still a land of opportunity.
0: I appreciate what you say, because we do live in a time that there's a lot of rancor and a lot of division in our country, but the heartbeat of American enterprise is small business. They Absolutely. create over 65% of new jobs annually and are responsible for over 45% of the of jobs in total. And so I think it, that's employers with less than 500 people. But I find it interesting that that is where the key to America is. And I think if we could step back from all the politics and really look at what drives the economic engine, what drives our passions, what allows us to feel good about ourselves... To me, I think it's interesting that you started as a young boy in Italy, imagining yourself designing things. And now you come to the United States and you're in a position now where you're able to realize that dream that you had. And
1: and honestly, uh, this was fertile ground for that to happen, for that to come to fruition. And it's been, um, I'm very grateful for it. I mean, deeply and uh, profoundly grateful.
0: Well, you know, you can't get by on coming on the Biz Sherpa podcast as a guest and not be asked the very most difficult question you've probably ever been asked in your life. And that is,
1: what is your greatest failure and what did you learn from it? Um, you know, my, my, I thought about this and I even talked to my wife and she gave me a few, few, a little list. But <laughs> I, I think that my greatest failure is the... Uh, a inability to, to, to accept project after project and the incapacity to say no to project. I, like I said, I have a lot of energy. I love people. People come to me, they knock my door, they call me, and they say, can you help me here? Can you do this project with me? And naturally, I get so excited. Oh, I I can just, as a creative person, I can just see already. Oh, I can do this. I can do that. I welcome, I accept them, accept them. But then that kind of a, uh, uh, dissect me. Uh, spread yourself. Spread a myself thin. very thin. And at the end of the day, everybody has the same pie, and th- th- then every uh, you need to learn how to divide the pie. So, so, so is that's there my... something?
0: Is there an experience you had where oh, you yeah, didn't yeah, say yeah. no to
1: something you wish yeah, you had? Yeah, and... yeah, yeah, absolutely. I, I always wanted to have a restaurant. I thought it would have been beautiful oh, to Italian, to be beautiful, Italian. Yeah, a restaurant yeah, very small. Uh, sexy and very elegant and with amazing, exquisite food. And, uh, and uh, so that was the dream. And then, you know, a few times I was approached finally, I said yes to, but, but rather than a small uh, restaurant that was uh, intimate and elegant and exquisite, we did something at the mall and was just uh, a disaster. I mean, it was a good experience. I've learned amazing lesson from it, for which I'm very grateful, but uh, in a way, I wish to have said no, or I wish I would have done something different. But again, I, there is no um, rancor. There is no uh, say, I wish I wouldn't have done it. I say, yeah, it would have been better, but I've learned so much. For which I'm grateful. I
0: think that goes along with your philosophy of simplicity on the other side of complexity. So often we feel pulled that we have to do and do and do more and grow and grow bigger for growth's sake. And sometimes I think it's good to step back and try to look at the more simplistic things to allow us to focus. Yeah, absolutely. And I think it's really interesting that through all your career and all the different things that you've done that you've been able to now step back and simplify on a few key
1: principles that that really dictate your life. Yeah, is this simplicity really has been a, a game changer for me, you know, the, the, the fact that I wanted to grow organically at one point, you know, my business partner is, I mean oh let's uh, open a new atelier in in New York we have uh, uh, this incredible praise that is uh, you know of course I was enticed. I mean my my right, sp- oh a, yeah this is great you know That's really ignites your ego right yeah, Oh absolutely but then again uh, fortunately you know uh, the, the the good sense to say let's keep it simple let's grow organically at uh, this uh, this simplicity has provided so much serenity, a, a, a control. Again, the balance that I always said, you know, let's build everything on this 3 legs tour where every leg is equi- uh, placed with equilibrium. So, uh, sim- simple is the name of the game. Great.
0: Well, you know, I think also passion is one of the names of the game. And what I like about you is you focus on the heart. You love your customers. Your customers sense that. You take an interest in them. And so I would say, yes, simple is the name of the game, but I think love and passion really dictate that. And I think those are self-energizing in and of themselves. I'm grateful that Tommaso Cardula would take the time today to visit with us and share his secrets to success. I think we can all find a greater energy in life and a greater passion for what we do if we listen to and take
1: his advice thanks for taking the time to be with us Uh, today Tommaso Greg was uh, my privilege my pleasure and honestly you know you are very very different to me but I I appreciate the opportunity to be here
0: it's been great well again I hope that today we've learned and re-emphasized some of the principles that I think are really important in life and that is spend 80% of your time doing what you have the talent and ability to do that will make the biggest difference in the lives of your customers. Tomaso is an embodiment of that. And then reach out and find out how your customers are doing. There's an emotional reward that will come from that or a self-correcting time to reflect and allow you to then readjust where you're spending your time and your focus. I think that the BizSherpa scorecard really helps us focus on those two things. I'm grateful that Tommaso Cardula would visit us today. This is Craig Willett, the Biz Sherpa. Be sure to go to our website to access the resources related to this episode at www.bizsherpa.co. If you enjoyed this show, tell your friends about us and be sure to rate our podcast. Craig would like to hear from you, so share your thoughts in the Facebook community at bizsherpa.co. Follow us on Twitter, at BizSherpa underscore co and on
1: Instagram at BizSherpa.co.